All righty. Nice. So. Mm. Are we on a podcast? Is this a podcast? We're on a podcast? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, wait. Give me I a like second. That. I like that. <laughs> I'm not ready. Cool. Now, this is going to be a little different. Daniel, why don't you explain to them what's going to happen today? All right, guys. So, uh, we're going to depart from our usual approach. Yeah. And we're not just going to talk about this episode. We're going to take some fan We're going to take some fan questions. Woo! Questions. Um, yeah, we're going to we're going to do this pod pod survival guide a little different. We're going to answer um I asked on Instagram for questions from fans I'm and stop eating these right what have the Ned oh, Yeah, you're gonna need to stop, yeah, I'm gonna stop. crunching. Oh yes. I'm we're on an we're on an audio quiet on set podcast. Nedheads have spoken. What did they say? Real real quick. I was so happy to learn that there's like actually a, a name and a pattern for feeling rage when you hear someone chewing. Oh. Like it's actually a thing, and not everyone has it. I have it. Not right now with oh. you, but it is a thing. There Wait, are t- it's selective? What do you mean? Yeah, it's not yeah. all that. It doesn't always happen. I'm not close enough. Like, I'm not close enough. My ear isn't close enough to you. But I thought people made millions of dollars. But no, this is <laughs> some people do. Yeah, but for bang, me, right. I've known it throughout my life. Like, it's irrational. Like, right? I hear no, someone no, chewing like, and I feel like something's like I and I know it's not their fault. Like, I know they're doing that. something. Yeah, and so there's yeah, there's an actual. <laughs> There's an actual name for it. Like it's a, it's a, I don't know, some brain you know, trigger. You know thing. what's like yeah. horrible is just like when it's so loud with their mouth is like it's so close. That when you're hearing all the, oh no, I'm, I'm in, I can't be in the room. Interesting. I can't be in the room. I, I don't have it at all. I'm like, if someone's eating, like just eat. No, I know. My girlfriend has gone off on me about that. And I'm like, yo, she's wrong. I, yeah, you gotta leave. No, no, yeah, no, I, 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 gotta, I, I can't kn- be here. I know I can't put it on the other person because yeah. they're fucking eating. Like, yeah, they're just eating. I know, but but I <laughs> but I also can't separate the fact that I am enraged. Rage. And what, what right. is it? it does it? It has a name. Do we know? This I forget name? it. There is a name for it. It you know some scientific name that they've yeah. put out for it. You guys got All it. Right, that would be hard for Alberto to when hearing. Eating, eating. mastication. Uh-huh. You don't like the sound of mastication. Yeah, I heard it recently, and I actually felt better. I'm like, oh, I'm not just a fucking psycho. Other people are psychos or, too. Oh, other people. Misophonia. 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 It's hearing the shit specifically for eating. Yes, and it's gonna give you an irrational emotional response. Irrational. Hey, quick question. Hi. Um, what is that thing called? Like cute aggression? Is it just called cute aggression? When like you see Cute. something that you just okay. oh where you want to murder a puppy oh this dang yeah never had that. Where, where I wanted to murder a cute thing? No. Yeah, like you see something so cute that you just want to smash it. No, like it's dang. so beautiful. Ah, Daniel, it's so beautiful. Understand. I need it's, to smash it. Like it's I have oh, never, oh. never experienced it. One day, anyway. <laughs> One day, if that's anyway. Called something. Well, then. Yeah. Anyway, we're gonna answer the uh, questions from fans. Listen, you guys sent me. I, I have put out the this little thing on Instagram before, ask me things. I have never gotten this many responses as when I said Ned Mose and Cookie are on a podcast. What do you want to ask? So um Did you I'm, see wait, wait, wait. Did you see the only comment that I approved under Yes, I approved comments because yeah, sometimes Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Go on. The only one I approved was like, dang, Daniel grew up. <laughs> Everybody's over there liking it. Ah! No. <laughs> I, I love the cookie because we've known Daniel's been sexy since oh, right after Ned. Literally. Like, like first hand accounts, yeah. Yeah, like, I felt like I could barely approach him on this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like we've known you've been sexy. I love watching people catch up. I yeah. love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's exciting. It's crazy. Um, here's a funny one. We'll start, we'll start light. Uh Masononius123 says, 
when you get money, do you save it or spend it all in a short amount of time? Depends on the person. Depends on the money. Well, no, let's, let's each give our, I mean, look. Uh, <laughs> look, your relationship with money is going to change. <laughs> That's basically what I can say. It's true. It's fluid. And, you know, you're going to overestimate and underestimate. Your guesstimates are going to be wrong. And, but the point is, I, I spend it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah uh, I could give you a little dance. I could give you a little song and dance, Nedhead podcast listeners, but um, I spend it. <laughs> but, but I spend it on my life. I yeah. pay rent in Los yeah. Angeles. <laughs> I spend it on food. I spend it on gas. But I spend dance. It. I'm not at a point currently. I'm not at a point where I'm making a Enough nice surplus to, to be save. tucking it away. Yeah. And, yeah. like, no. so, and it doesn't feel anyway. worth it with the hell you have to get through in a day. So you're it, like, please, if I don't treat myself to this, uh, I'm not going to be able to keep going in this hell to just like barely make everything work tomorrow. No, actually, you know that, what I mean? That's actually like a really deep point that I realized when I fucking ran out of money was like, man, this is really fucking hard because now I need to, I can't spend. Now I need to shut off any extra spending. Yeah. Um, but but now my life is more stressful than ever and shutting off any little treating myself is like a cycle that's sending me into more mm -hmm. stress and struggle. Mm -hmm. And it's tragic, dude. People do not understand. People who aren't living paycheck to paycheck do not understand what your life becomes and how just like shut down it is and how stressful and that you can't treat yourself. So then you stop feeling like fucking worthy of things. Being like it is, treatment. it is a That's brutal a cycle when you're paycheck to paycheck. Shit's yeah. brutal. Yeah, the goal is to save for sure. I think we all want to do that. Especially but, as uh, adults. <clears throat> especially as adults. Yeah. Uh, but budgeting is just the way, a at least then when you do spend, you know, more than you wanted to, you know what it was allocated towards, you know? So just keep a list of what you want to buy or need to buy. I think. Yeah, um, Lindsay. Um, Daniel has told me about this word before budgeting. Um, <laughs> have you ever encountered it? Cause I, I spell that. Yeah. Is, right? is, is it French? Is it? Cause I pretty much stay away from it. Bougetin. Cause it scares me if I actually did the accounting. Uh, yeah. do I just sign that at the end of the year? Or like, <laughs> what's up? Well, that's tough. Money, money is a, is a Money's tough thing, guys. Tough, okay, so guys. here's the thing. In my astrology chart, if you believe in that, Go anything on. with, um, two or more planets, it's called a stellium in that house. So I have a stellium in my second house of money, mm. uh, Uranus, Neptune, and Saturn, but they all have different ideas about money. So it's like Ooh. a strange, a lot of energy in that house. So I think it'll always be coming, but until you learn how to like fit all of that energy for that house into something, I really truly always feel like somehow the universe always comes through and like just Answers right them. when I need it, man. Like yeah. it's it's Same. it's it's kind of incredible. I hate those testy moments because that that's how it seems oh, to work. Yeah, like oh you know God or whoever yep. whatever keep, in the universe steps in, but I'm like oh I gotta stop doing this. I gotta yep. learn my lesson. Did so I have I, to get this close? This close. <laughs> and I have a problem with giving to others. You know mm. that's my thing. Like oh yeah, well I can help you out. It's gonna be fine. And yeah. then now yeah. hardship hits me. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, oh man! <laughs> and now I gotta hate this person. You know? Yeah, <laughs> he was my favorite cousin. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, this kind of tags on to this. It just expands beyond money. F Mongoosey asked, "How do you guys find a good balance in life?" Very broad question. Very broad. How do you find a good balance? I need to know what I'm balancing first. Mm, mm. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. You're balancing. Relationship to money, everything a good is balance. balance. I mean, I just keep trying. Yeah, 
that's that's about what I can say. I don't think balance, not even in yoga, is that my strong suit, that set of poses. Like yeah. balance is is so very hard. And um balance between your hemispheres is why I go a lot to breathing. But recently, and yes, since I've gotten sober, um it's crazy like how much more respect I have for the body. And I think anytime like self-care, which is that, that you can get into the body, right? Um, that is balance in life. Mm -hmm. Anytime that you can just be right there. Like I have never been so content at friends game nights. I used to not be able to stay at a place. I was like, mm -hmm. where else do I go? This isn't fun. I don't want to be here. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, just being, I don't know, just realizing that that audition or that opportunity is just not, it's not life. Like the balance of life is just realizing what's important in life, you know? And, being in and then I think your priorities here. sort of like, yeah, you know, but your expectations still have to be managed, obviously. And, and it's not like there's no annoyance, even when that balance comes into place, because you're kind of used to like your central nervous system is used to another, another pace or like yada, yada, yada. But I don't know. Balance is just a long road. I will say what comes to me with this is in life, Balance wants to occur. Like naturally, energies want to balance, meaning when shit's out of balance, you just have to pay attention because shit'll be off. Mm -hmm. Shit, the results will be there. So I, I would just say to each of our lives are so specific. So balancing them is very specific, but it's I think it's just about paying attention. Paying attention, pay I attention to really what's in your life. Disagree with that with that phrase. Um, when you know better, you do better. It's mm. when you feel better, you do better. Mm. You know, and it's like um, paying attention. Like I had all the knowledge in the world. I paid attention right. to myself like a motherfucker. Did that keep me from understanding why I wanted to feel that way? and why I thought I deserved it. Even though intellectually, I'm like, wow, look how much greener the grass is over there. But I don't know why this shit tastes so good, mm. right? And, and, and like, I know I'll always have a home here. So it's like, it's not, I, I don't think it's a cognitive knowledge. It's, it's, it's a safety that you feel within yourself, like a, con a consistency and um, just, yeah, yeah. relying and, on yourself. And, and that's what I'm saying, like not, not paying attention necessarily intellectually pay attention the feedback will show up when you're out about when you're out of money you gotta balance your relationship with your money like mm -hmm. when when shit's falling apart around you consistently something's out of balance like yeah. like even the masculine and feminine conversation we had like life showed me that i was too in my feminine like mm -hmm. because it wasn't working yeah. mm -hmm. it wasn't mm -hmm. working the Same. things that i want the outcomes that i wanted the feelings that I wanted to give others, the feelings that I wanted to give myself, it wasn't happening. So something was out of balance. And then it's just constant dance and constant experiment in trying to get it to a place where it's like, mm -hmm. oh no, this feels good. Mm -hmm. No, okay, no, mm -hmm. this feels right. Mm -hmm. yeah. And yeah, that's like a lifelong fucking journey. So real, man. And I think it's so interesting that uh, we use that term balance, you know, for like your account balance. Like, so right. you, you your know, your, your life's out of balance when that account balance is <laughs> out of balance. <laughs> but that's in capitalistic society. For me, I, I kind of believe in like a triangle of like your your mental health. So you got to make sure your mental health is good. You got to make sure your physical health is good. And then your spiritual health uh, is good. I think as long as those mm. three things are at least uh, 
being considered by me, as long as I can pay a little bit of, bit of attention to all of those and make sure I'm feeling good in those areas, things tend to work. I feel more inspired to do the right things to reach my goals. Mm -hmm. That's how mm -hmm. I keep balance. I think the best way towards balance, though, is really to meet yourself exactly where you are. You got to embrace mm -hmm. exactly where you are, I think, to even like, you know. What do you mean, like knowing what your op what options are available to you as well? Like knowing what you're actually capable of in that moment, mm -hmm. knowing, um, knowing, knowing what your ideal is, and then like like I said, what your capabilities are, what you got to practice to like get to there. To there without setting goals that are way too out of exactly reach. exactly. I think like for a long time, like I only lived in like the ideal of I should do this way. I like this is mm -hmm. the best way to do it, or. I read somewhere that this is like, we should worry about this if we use this. And it, I, I just was like never grounded in something I believed in. Oh, you know what I mean? For guidance from right? outside. Like, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Sorry, well, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> well, I mean, we're no, talking, we're talking about yeah. balance. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. Legit. yeah. Yeah, so hope we helped you. Your own definition of balance versus someone else's Exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, balance is deeply personal. You can't, oh, you can't live by what, what the self-help books are telling mm -hmm. you balance is unless it's coming through you, from you, mm -hmm. of you, you know? Yeah. Um, cool. Let's do another. Uh, Chewy Coronel, Coronel Coron yeah, says, uh, how was it growing up in the spotlight, guys? <laughs> in the spotlight, you say. How was it growing up in the spotlight? <sighs> Anyone? It still felt like a dark cloud, personally. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just, I was, I was never at a point when I was by myself that I felt settled or okay. I was almost completely detached, and I would only feel my life experiences when I was with another person, or I like was talking to another person when they were like reflected back at me, or my own ideas were reflected back at me through them. Mm. Right? It's almost like my brain went into like static or white noise when I'm by myself. I don't know if it's a fear or freeze or flight, like mm. that kind of hits you when you have to be alone and intimate with yourself, but that that didn't happen for me for so long. You know what I mean? It's and when almost, you're in the spotlight, like you don't have to be. There's always somewhere to be right. and do and be seen. I was, yeah. I was always trying to like catch up in my own mind, regardless of what I was achieving outside of myself. Mm -hmm. In my own mind, I just was still, I mean, I was treating myself like, like nothing had happened to me external, right? Yeah. Like that was that just didn't even find its way into me. Yeah. Into that heart. I think that's a case for a lot of people. It's like from the outside, you you it's easy to look at uh, spotlight, limelight, fame, attention like that, and think, oh, that's gonna solve this hole that I feel inside mm. me. That's gonna solve the I'm not enough. That's gonna solve the I'll never be enough. Like all those fears and doubts. You think that attention is gonna validate it away, and I mean it's just pretty much universal that it might for a moment you might think and it just it doesn't that can't solve it like yeah. it can't mm -hmm. yeah i i but growing growing up in in the spotlight also also i felt like we were at like this nice in-between yes, level yeah. like totally ned's the way I describe it to people is whether you watched hannah montana or not you knew <laughs> who the fuck miley cyrus was yeah if you didn't watch Neds, you didn't you know, know we existed. Right. But if you watch Neds, you knew us and loved us. There you go. And so that like put us in this weird in-between where it's like I was still able to be anonymous in a lot of situations and experience the spotlight as the pursuit of what I loved. Like I mm. that came with me pursuing what I absolutely loved and wanted to do. 
So I don't know. It was kind of nice. And I still like we had our house in Georgia, uh, like until I was 19. So I would go back to Georgia and just feel like very like I'm just back at home with people I've grown up with my entire life. Like it's all good. So I guess I felt like my experience of it was a nice in between where I could do both. And we weren't so fucking big that you can't like move through the world, you know? Yeah. See, Spotlight for me has a different, like, acting is very personal, very private, very amazing. But I think I actually, like, didn't really want to be seen as myself without that extra layer of clothing on. Like, yep. I didn't like mm. red carpets. I don't like Yo, dressing up and going it. to them and I getting all of them. that. Yep. I don't. Yep. I said, I always used to say, this would be the perfect job if you didn't have to do the press. Yep. yep. Period. Yeah. Yep. And I, I just, I... I didn't want that spotlight on myself. Like yep. it's like here, let me show up this way, and and this is a part of me inside that yeah, I would the really acting. yeah. Let me show let up me show in you, my craft, in right? my shit, yeah. 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 And in a controlled environment where it's going to be heard, potent, and received, yeah. Yeah. rather than this just chaotic, isolated mess. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I fully agree with that. Um, and then you know, spotlight is like a term to use, right. but it's like, okay, what does that really mean? Is it the being on TV? Like, oh, that's a spotlight. I think of this spotlight more like a microscope than anything. Mm. And microscopes are very uncomfortable to be <laughs> under. So, yeah. like that whole press thing, I gotta show up here and be uh, gorgeous if that's what you're selling, mm-hmm. or funny if that's what you're selling. You know, um, it's it's very tough when you're doing anything to be under. A uh, under microscope. a microscope, yeah. Because I, you start performing for the scope. Yep. That I definitely had to go through in my twenties um, was detaching that relationship because, like, we book Neds. You go through like media training, like you go mm-hmm. through how you're supposed to relate to the press media. Yeah. You learn what like mask you need to put on to yeah. be and as a kid for me it's like i want to be a good boy you i want to do marks. what's yeah. right yeah. i want to hit the mark people but, please. but you're doing that with your being mm-hmm. yeah so i definitely i definitely had to relearn who the fuck i am i had to reprogram after that phase man t- like giving a kid insane amounts of attention and validation that you get as an actor um but for performing even yeah. when they're just being themselves th- like you start to become a caricature of your own self like yep. your mask is you but it's not you but yeah you i i definitely uh i definitely developed some major like people pleasing uh always considering the external before myself mm-hmm. because of this kind yeah, what of, are the relationship. Optics of what i'm doing mm-hmm. versus how does this mm-hmm. actually make me feel mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, I'm always going to talk about it. Burning Man like liberated me <laughs> in that way. That first time I went, we, I spent my entire life as an actor. I think all kids and I think plenty of adults are very self-aware. We're aware. What are people perceiving about me? How am I coming across? As actors, we're doing that on another level. And we are opening ourselves up to that perception and rejection all the time. It is constantly, it matters how people perceive you when you're an actor because you're trying to get booked. Yeah. So like you are hyper aware. Am I dressing the right way? Am I answering things right? How's my yeah. energy? Am I smiling? Right? So doing that for years, I didn't realize what it was doing. And then I got to like Burning Man the first time and was just like walking around in the dust wearing what the fuck ever and everyone else is and nobody gives a yeah. shit. Yeah. I was free. I got to meet myself just free. 
No, yeah. it didn't matter. No one was judging me. I could feel it. Oh, I could feel it. Oh, there's no judgment. I'm in the horde. Because yeah. no matter what perspective you get on your life, you can feel when you walk into a room and you're being judged. Ah. You can turn it off or, or you can turn off, try and turn off your care to it, but that's an active energy. You can feel it when you're being judged. Yeah. In the regular world, you feel it. I'm hyper aware of it. So going to a space where it wasn't even there, I went, oh, whoa, I am much bigger than I've let myself be. Mm -hmm. And like, I really like myself. I like who I am. Who am? Who am yeah, I actually? Yeah, finding out. Yeah, wait, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah. Wait, maybe I'm bigger than I thought. Like, mm -hmm. maybe. Wow. So, yeah, that's been, that's definitely been a process. I can say and do things without considering what other people are thinking. Yes, yeah. I can act out of my own feeling and my own intuition and actually yep. trust my, I don't have to relate it to others. Yeah. I can be considerate of others. For sure. But not like, oh, I need that validation. For sure. Yeah. But like my entire concept is not based off of like like a sound like yes. bouncing back at me from another. Which mm. being a kid actor, you have to be everything yeah. is based on the external response to you. Yep. Cut. You get Can trained you like in this, it. actually. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Did I do and, and you're a kid, so you're did I do good? Mm -hmm. Hit your how's the how's the thing. response? Did I did, I, did yeah. I do good? Did I do did I do good? And then you are fucking anxious and neurotic. I mean, mm -hmm. it's a thing. It's mm -hmm. a thing. And so, then you start expecting your friends to tell you you're good and funny. And you start keeping that performance, at least for me, yeah. like that performance continued, you know, off of set. It, it, it like made me not as close to people, even though yeah. people are like, she's clever. It was like, it, it was the easiest way to not know people. Too. Yeah. And, and, you know? and people aren't looking for that from you. Like we were validated for it because we were doing a job. We needed to perform. But then when you get into regular relationships, People are like, can you? People like, just, I don't like to be around just be? that. Can you just be? Yeah, cut yeah. it out. What are you doing? Stop asking me if you're good. <laughs> real. I don't know. Uh, Devonisms asked, "Is Doug sexy alive?" <laughs> and I have to say, Doug sexy never was. Exactly. <laughs> Did we ever? Was he an actual individual? We got to look on IMDb. Uh, maybe we'll get just a big crowd. I know. Maybe we'll get to him. And th did they ever show? I don't think we, mm -hmm. they ever showed him. The no. gag is you never see him. You never him. see him. How many more episodes? I mean, how many episodes is he in? More. Okay. I remember. Okay. Like, it's a running gag. Okay. He's in a Like, he, right. he plays out yeah. the, the series. Um, but I just, that's a funny question. But Doug Sexy never existed, dude. Doug Sexy's an idea, man. Yeah. Exactly. Doug Sexy's in your head, There's man. There's no ideal, beautiful person. Come on, man. man. Um, <laughs> D. Hictum. I don't. Nolidictum. Ah. Nice. Uh, said also, also, would Daniel consider performing Cowboy Cookie live? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well, this isn't live, so I won't be doing it here. But uh, we can figure it out. Yeah, we can figure it out. Cowboy Cookie. I kind of no, forgot if, about if Cowboy Cookie. No, if Lil Nas X, if Lil Nas X comes on to do it, yeah, I will. we can do it. You guys Cowboy can do cookie. a little. Uh, Cowboy Cookie, Old Town mm -hmm. Road. Mm -hmm. Old Town Road, Cowboy mm -hmm. Cookie mashup. Ooh. Bang, bang. That is so good. TikTok, get at Our it. Our generation ain't that. You know what I mean? I honestly ready. feel like we gave him that idea from Cowboy Cookie for him to do that thing. Since he watched it. Right, right. I could I could believe it. Um a lot of people are 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 there's a lot of versions of people asking uh why don't we do the show for adults? And I just want to say it's a great idea, obviously. <laughs> a show that gives tips to a generation to help them genuinely help them through their life and provide entertainment and comedy. Great idea. We could do that in the 20s, post-college, real Sometimes life. I feel like I just want to touch you when you're talking about something really passionate and be like, hi. 
Tell me. Her foot's her foot's <laughs> on, right on his my dick. No. <laughs> no, it's on no, no, my no. thigh. He's no. on his thigh. It's not on my thigh. It's not on my thigh. It's not on his But hold my hand oh, while you say man. that, and you can talk to them. But um, it 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 would be uh, it's it's a great idea. Friends who ask about this, Ned heads who ask about this, and uh, I agree. And I I thought of it. If you want to find one, oh, and I I thought of it. And so did Scott Fellows, who created Neds, but we don't own the IP for Neds. So we developed an idea. We pitched it to the studio who owns the IP. They loved it because our pitch was fire. And as of now, they're just passing on it. That's it. They're just... <laughs> as of now, they're just passing on it. They, I don't know. They made iCarly. It looked right. right. We could do Neds, but honestly... It means a lot to us just to be doing this. Honestly, and yeah. maybe it's better to be doing a pod that we we own and and we uh, get to just be ourselves on and not enter a whole nother like three, four, five year journey on the show as Ned Mose and Cookie. Maybe it's cool to do a podcast. Maybe yeah. it's cool. Maybe, mm -hmm. maybe it's, I don't know. Maybe it's more the medium we need to tell people. And after I spiraled into deep depression after them turning down the Ned's reboot, because I'm going to be real, guys. I needed it. Mm. I needed it. I needed it. I felt so, I have felt so far from my own career and my own relevance and my own financial stability as an adult. It's scary. Mm -hmm. And Ned's made so much sense to me. I get messages all the time about it. It made so much sense to me. Like, oh, let's do this. This will be good for everyone involved. It'll be good for the problems I'm trying to solve in my life. So I, I put some need on it. Right. And, right. Then, and then to get Scott involved and Michelle and our pitch was fire it felt so good and yeah. i was like this makes sense mm -hmm. but the world doesn't always give you what makes sense and after i got out of that depression about it i actually like am truly like i'm like kind of i'm like okay that we're not yeah. doing the re it was like oh you know what i mm -hmm. trust you life yeah i trust you yeah it's yeah. good uh -huh. absolutely no, i thought sure. it was an answer but no but maybe it's not i mean you put so much heart soul effort into keeping people connected, keeping people up to date, communicating like you really are the go-between between, you know, Scott and everybody and everything. And you did such a nice job on that picture. I remember it's, you collected yeah. all those like testimonials yeah. and those- Thanks to everyone who sent those. those. Things. Yeah. Um, that was just, I mean, you really put a lot of effort in, Dev. Yeah. And I mean, we kind of show up, but he really handles like details yeah. and- you know, I assume that that was just yeah. It was two years. It was two years. Crushing. It was two years that we were working yeah. to get to the pitch meeting. So like oh. work, working towards it, and really starting to believe in it, and then just having it just be like this email pass, like like love the pitch, just nah. And the thing was, Scott and I wanted to. We didn't need it to be with them. We wanted them to let us license the IP. We'll yeah, go yeah, sell it. Anything, yeah. Oh, that's the thing that people might not know. They're like, why don't you take it to Netflix? They own it. If they don't give us permission to license it, we can't. And we asked, like, let us take it and we'll pay you. And they still were like, no, we're gonna hold on to it. And just like, it was just an email that also hurt. That yeah. also brought back like old Ned shit <laughs> of feeling like Ned's was the weird fucking stepchild on Nickelodeon. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, kind of yeah. had it that really thing was. of just feeling like we get great ratings, our show's great, but we're treated some type of way. Cause we yeah. don't got a headliner. Dan Cause Snyder's we don't. like, don't let them get any traction. <laughs> <laughs> But we're we're our own thing. Yeah, so it kind of triggered some of that, which was also good to have like an old wound come up and then go, 
it's fine. Yeah. It's fine, man. Yeah. We don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> it was, that's how Hold I it. felt oh. when I got that email that they passed. <laughs> I didn't make it. <laughs> that's tough. That's tough. Oh. Um, you got a question? Uh, all right. Uh, Nedhead um, named. Wait. Oh, a Nedhead. I thought oh, someone's well, someone username was it. Nedhead. Wouldn't I, that be great? Yeah. Uh, Angelica with the J. Oh, you just made some money on Cameo, Devin. Good hey. stuff. Hey. No, right. he has to Yeah, I have to do it first. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you got to complete it. You got work to do. I barely do. We should do it right now. Oh, that would be dope. Do Cameo on the pod? Yeah. I give people legit ass Cameos. I should be charging more. I give legit. Yes. That's what I mean, That's what I mean. And I raised it gradually. Yeah. And I did it because... Yeah, dude. When when I get your cameo, even if it takes me a second to do, it's because I'm literally I'm I'm I'm, I'm harvesting content. the energy. Yeah, and Damn, you're I'm giving you. I'm giving you, man. Nice. You know. Yeah, I get people my like five ten piece of my talks. soul. Yeah, I'm yeah. just like thank thank you and like hi. I feel so, you. So there it is. Get, anyway, get a cameo from you you one. deserve it. Thanks. All right, Angelica with a J. Angelica sixteen. Uh, she sent two questions, but this one is. Uh, what has been the best and worst part of being adults? Wow. Yeah, I love that. Question. I love that. The transition from adult, from adolescence to adulthood is is a rude awakening. Like it really is. And it happens gradually over time. I would say your whole 20s, you're going through it. Mm -hmm. I, like I feel like I thought I was an adult in my 20s. Mm -hmm. I don't think I really was until now, the last two years. Yeah. Um, because it's it's hitting you in different ways, yeah, painfully yeah. the entire time. Uh, some of the obvious worst things about being an adult, it's all on you, baby. Yeah, it's all on you. Nobody's gonna save Nobody's you. Nobody's gonna save you. Any problem in your life, other people can support you in solving it, but yeah. no one's gonna come do it. If there's a mess, it's <laughs> it's on you yeah. to clean it up. It's it, like. And that is really, really difficult. And uh, I mean, the worst part of being an adult is uh, is the I absolute. That was the worst part. Yeah, yeah, part of that is is uh, <laughs> that is is money. Is is yeah. Now needing to figure out how you're going to make money in a way that's sustainable, that can last over time, that provides you some level of freedom. That's doing legal. A, do, that's legal. That's doing a job that you don't absolutely hate not everyone gets the blessing of loving their job like we do as actors not everyone gets that blessing but you don't want to hate your job you don't want to yeah. do a job that makes you just feel like your soul is dying so just that yeah. whole process of becoming but this is the process of becoming an adult and that's also the best part is becoming responsible for your life yeah and therefore becoming free yeah and be, you because that's it at first that responsibility feels like like a cage, it feels uh, scary, it feels imposing, it makes you feel out of control, all these things. At a certain point, that's where you're free, mm -hmm. is when you're in your responsibility. Mm -hmm. That's where the freedom is. So mm -hmm. that's kind of the process. Having the choice to be responsible mm -hmm. and yeah. then realizing why being responsible is matters. the choice. Yeah, yeah, why it matters. Yeah. Yeah, what you got? Just brain development, man. Like, uh, you know, just, I mean, the, like just that, I don't know, just this incessant need. I don't know if it just petered out by itself, but in my 20s of just like needing to be somewhere that I wasn't and mm. needing to chase this chemical high. Mm. And unfortunately, I, I, I do bring things back to my sobriety and like my use a lot because it really colored my life up until like, you know, a year and a half ago. And it's like, you can change your mind 
you can change your mind and you can change your activities. Whereas like sort of as a child, I think we're given a lot of ideas. We're suited up for battle and like, you know, like a soldier with all these ideas and what you, what you realize is even though there's all this shooting going on, you got to kind of like get naked and like while that's all happening and it might like look through you and happen. Yeah. But it's, it's, you know, it's really like all of it should come off at a certain point and then you pick it back up like what you need, but just the ability to like have be sovereign over your mind if you like choose to be, mm. you know what I mean? And let go of those things. Um, all of my beliefs shattered, shattered. And that was like the worst part of being an adult and mm. the best part because I finally broke through that like film or whatever was holding my aura, like whatever, um, I leveled up. You know, and that that was that's really cool to know that I did that like on my own. Like I fucked it up, but then I did that. Pu- like I did both. Piece, right? Yes. Right? I'm a Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you have to die many times yes. as oh. an, to become the adult that you'll and you'll continue. Like you have to die. Your belief system, your belief structure, it has to die. Life will fucking thresh you of the identities you're holding on to that are not for you anymore. Yeah. And it sucks. And then it's beautiful when you start coming through it with that new skin and that new integration and that new identity. It's good. And I loved loved how you described that as like an armor and it's put on you by like whatever your family, your society. Conditioning. Conditioning. And it's all there to help you. But it's like, okay, now I'm on this battlefield. Guns are being used. Bullets are flying. And I'm in this big shiny armor that's really heavy. I'd probably be better off taking some of this armor that just doesn't work so I can run a little bit faster and actually dodge those things that mm-hmm. I want to be away from. Um, I vibe with that. For me, uh, one of the worst things about being an adult, truthfully, has been ooh having to schedule. Scheduling was ooh. always something that I struggled with. Oh, yeah. In school, you know, the school that lays out the curriculum. Hey, you need to know these things. And once you can take this test and prove that you did this, then you're a good boy. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you have to be here. This is your first period, second period, third period. OK, after school uh, things, you know, your parents are setting this stuff up for you or your school is doing all this mm-hmm. stuff for you. Then you have to do it yourself and you have to know why it's worth you scheduling these things mm-hmm. plotting out that calendar for the week and then moving on to oh the month and then now i'm planning for the year Bruh. so planning scheduling is something that is like kind of uniquely adult because kids don't Bruh. really have to do it, it yeah is hard i miss i miss the easy mark of what success do. is that, oh my God. what good yes <laughs> when you're younger there it's imposed you upon you by it. parents and society and teachers and Whatever, like gold star. Yeah, there's a mark to hit and a structure in place for you to like find it. Yeah, and prove prove it. You get to decide what is success for you when you're when you're an adult. When you're an adult, when you're an adult, there's no mark. Yep, you choose the mark. You choose the the best and worst part of it. that's that's what it is. (laughs) Yeah, it's like this freedom killing me. Yeah, this freedom freedom is killing me, bro. That's a tough one. Especially as like I mean, we're (laughs) like I live the fucking artist life, right? When when I had a job and had like somewhere to be during the week. That at least gave me some structure. structure. I think it made me more productive to work a couple days. Yeah. Uh, on those off days, like it made nah, me more I, productive I need, because yeah. some part of my life was scheduled. Man, the the times your time like, became precious. Yeah. The times where I have no external deadline or structure, it, it all has to be on me to set it. Yeah. I can set my alarm and say I want to wake up in the morning because it's good for me. If I don't have something I have to do. <laughs> 
I know I don't have to wake up. Yeah. So if I'm like, get up, Devin, but I can talk to myself and say, bitch, you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I go back to sleep. I fight the snooze. Well, put it on that calendar. Yeah. Use that calendar. Yeah, that's some real. Daniel knows. That's some, I love Daniel, that. what time do you get up in the morning? Uh, it depends. It depends on uh, on what's going on. I I'm not gonna be one of those podcast guys. See, you gotta wake up at three a.m., <laughs> run seven miles, and then make a thousand dollars. I mean, a hundred thousand dollars, you know, in five seconds. I'm not gonna do that. Um, I'm I'm like an eight o'clock guy. I'll aim for eight nice. o'clock, you know. But then you know, if it's a weekend, it'll be like 11. eight fifteen. <laughs> no, eight fifteen. Yeah, on the weekend. Dang, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, best part. Oh, best adult. part about being an adult? Ooh, you, ooh, 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 Best part would be, man, you have the option to entertain yourself in like any way you want. There aren't really restrictions on the I knew it was going to be something in this vein. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you can do what you want to do, man. You can get up, disappear, you know, go off the face of the world, the face of the earth if you want, kind of, I mean, within reason. But uh, it, it's great that you can do what you want. And as tough as money is, you can set goals, make enough money to do those things that you want to do. So I love cool. that. That's real. Oh, I thought but, you just meant like oh. strip clubs. Oh, well, no, you could. I'm not a strip club fan. <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest. Yeah, uh, no, I'm like, yeah, I prefer yeah, the internet. Only a little. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, you want to pick a question? Sure. Um, tra traveling, the traveling yeah. I did, uh, I guess when this airs, it would have been the traveling I did in 2022, like, Really was my first time really feeling that freedom of like, I can just go. Yeah. I can just fly somewhere and just rent a car, rent a, like, oh shit, I'm an adult. Like, yeah, yeah. I can fly somewhere and just like take time. This is nice. Yeah, Mom, I'm headed to Brazil. Is that okay? No, no. no. Just take your ass to Brazil. Dude, I, I literally <laughs> took a trip last year that I only told a couple people about. Cause like when I went to Europe for six weeks, like obviously my mom knew about that and I, yeah. like everyone knew like, hey, I'm gonna be gone for six weeks. But wow, I took I took I took like a five right. day I took like a five day trip last year that I only told a couple friends about. And part of it was like I've never really done like I didn't tell my mom. I didn't yeah, like yeah. I kind of wanted to experience like, wait, like I am a sovereign adult. Like I can just go fly somewhere. Some part of it, I wanted the secret. I wanted it to be like it feels good. mine. Yes. Yeah, it it felt good. Like yeah. I don't need to tell anyone about this. This is for personal reasons. And yep. like I'm gonna go do this. Yeah, I'm and not fulfilling anyone it. else's goal. And share it on social media. Like yeah. I don't know. Something about it. Yeah, it did feel like I don't know. Yeah. Like a nice little I got adult no strings thing. on me. Yeah. Yeah. You no guys... one even knows I'm here. Oh, and this is the last one, so pick a good one. I can't. can't <laughs> oh, you can't me. even pick one, Lindsay? All no, right. There's so many, me. right? I don't okay. know what we should answer. All right, we're gonna do one more questions, babies. Um, <laughs> I'm so bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I'm so bad, <laughs> man. Dude, do you guys ever remember singing uh, "You Gotta Know When to Hold, hold Up, Know When to Hold Up, Know when, when, no when to Walk Away"? Hey. No when to run, you never count. Wait, is this legal? Um, can we probably this? not. This we can't sing. We can't but, be No, I remember. Did we um, sing that with Mary Ellen? What? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I remember doing it though. Um. All right. Here's Kenny here's Rogers. a good one that was clearly translated, so it's not asked. Whatever. Um. Mm. For guard girl. Um. Oh yeah. Let's see. Oh. Oh, for guard girl. <laughs> for guard girl. Yeah. Thank you. For Sorry. That's exactly right. what I okay. said. I nailed it. Okay. Um. They asked <laughs> oh. why good. Why good things most end, which I 
why good things most end. Must end? Most <laughs> end. Most good That's things what I'm end. I think it's that. I think they translated it and it's like flipped. Let, let me see. Let things me. only begin to why end. Why good things most Some end. Things why end good things most sooner end. than others. Why do most, Some I'm going to take last. that as why do most good things end. Ha, okay, cool. And mm, I just want to say. just like a flower <laughs> just like coconut head. Cabeza so de coco. must all good Yeah, things. Lindsay's got it. I just want to say, guys, we live in a natural world. There yeah. are natural laws. Yes. There are there are natural patterns that we cannot escape. Yeah. Life comes in cycles. Look at the natural world, flowers, trees, all this shit. Uh, good things have to end because from their ending, the it, shit gets rearranged and new good things can grow. And these are the cycles you have to embrace think of in your, your life. Think of any new relationship, friendship, job, anything that you're starting as this head of lettuce in your fridge. Right. And now this could be some like supercharged hormone lettuce. Right. That that could last you a few years or or that stuff could be bad overnight. <laughs> so just know that your life is a rotting head of lettuce. All right. <laughs> and that's the way it's supposed to be. Damn. It, it it does get a little the, <laughs> right. The, the, that is real shit right there. But it's real. You do have to like create your own relationship with this dynamic because definitely as I've gotten older, seeing how many parts of my life have come and gone, how many lives mm. I've lived, how many mm -hmm. identities I've lived, how many how many lettuces you've thrown how many away, how much lettuce you've I've thrown, thrown away. away, lettuces. Where am I? How many lettuce I've thrown away <laughs> from my fridge, like. After a while, there was a point where I was like going through like a dark night of the soul, just being like, does any, should I start anything? Does All anything right, fucking matter? matter? Yeah, yeah. It's nihilism. All, nihilism, nihilism is nihilism. a part Bro. of existential, like it's a part of it is going, recognizing everything is going to end, but also everything is going to begin again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah. In the Vedic worldview, the, it's like an understanding that there are like kind of three base forms in the universe um, uh, creation maintenance and destruction and they mm. each lead into the other yeah. so creation occurs something new happens it's beautiful when you slip into the maintenance phase now you're maintaining it but mm -hmm. stuff it, chaos is starting entropy to press. it has to go yeah, down entropy Physics. is starting to press against it yeah. at a certain point that breaks down into destruction mm -hmm. destruction breaks down all the components and then you have new shit to create from and this is the natural spiraling cycles of our life Mm. I mean, dang. This has been the Ned's Declassified Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> yeah, good Good uh, things great, gotta end. Great questions, guys. Thanks Thank for like, so much. Those listening, were good. submitting. Yeah. We'll do more like questions. And episodes. we are literally in the same boat as you. That's it. Yo, I, I will go with the tip uh, of today would be, or a tip for today, would be to just acknowledge that there are cycles in life and it mm -hmm. is okay to experience them and you're gonna experience them whether you like it or not. So just embrace the journey, have fun doing whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. And just like uh, check in with yourself, reevaluate what success means to you. And, and if, if, if you're becoming a person you wanna be in, in mm. efforts to get that one, that one, you know, um, thing for success. Just keep reevaluating what you actually give a shit about. Mm, I love that. Um, my tip is uh, throw away the moldy lettuce in your fridge. Thanks for playing. See you next week, Nedheads. Peace. Thanks so much for watching this episode of the Ned's Declassified Podcast Survival Guide. If you guys want some clips from the show, go on over to Podco's YouTube channel. And you can also support our Patreon for more weekly bonus content. You guys know you want to see it. Thank you so much for watching. Peace.